0: listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com.
1: Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I made the biggest mistakes you can. How good can my life ever really be now? Let's get into it. He's
0: the father to the fatherless.
2: Looks out for those in distress
3: The bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Living the good life. We are answering a question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says: I made the biggest mistakes you can. How good can my life ever really be? Now and Glenn, uh, folks who listen to the show regularly may know that for our day job, we work with uh, folks who can make this statement. We work with yeah. folks who come out of addiction recovery, who are coming out of uh, gang life, maybe coming out of long term uh, incarceration. Yeah, so we have a lot of
4: uh, experience with this. Where would we start? Well, I think the temptation is to look at your life sort of like a car you know, you've been in a car wreck, and if you've been in the kind of car wrecks that I've been in a few times. Uh, you take it to the mechanic and he says, this car is totaled. Yeah. The, the, the value of the car uh, is less than the cost it would take to repair it. Now, I don't want to tell you how invaluable those cars were, but you know, that, it's happened to me. I've told them all. But it would be a weird thing if you had to to live your entire life only driving the first car you ever had, no matter how many times it was wrecked. Yeah. You, so you're just like you're sitting on the hood, and there's a donkey that's pulling it. <laughs> it's like the wheels are all bockety and you know, whatever. You know. But I think that's kind of how we look at our lives. I got to... Just live with the damage somehow and try and make that workable, but that's not the whole story.
3: It's really not. But yet, it is a totally understandable feeling, right? That these these knocks we have—that glenn was saying—even if we could start over again, how far back would we be? So, where is that finish line even going to be?
1: It's a great question. We're sorry for what you're dealing with. We're we're sorry for for how you're feeling, and, and. we're going to land on a place of sand that, that the way that you feel may not be the way it actually is. But that doesn't change the fact that you feel how you feel and the fear kind of makes sense. You know, I think that there there is a sense that just like, you know, the mechanic walks in the room and he's got kind of that grim look on his face. It's like, sorry, buddy, that car's totaled, right? And there's kind of a, a sense, I think, that like... Our life coach is going to walk into our living room and be like, "Sorry, buddy, your life's totaled.
3: <laughs> Tear it all down." <laughs> and I mean, There's a factory <laughs> recall on your life. <laughs>
1: you know, I mean, it, it's yeah, you know, it's kind of silly when we say it out loud, but it, it makes sense in our heads. And you can get a new car, probably, but you you can't just get a new life. So if my life is totaled, well, I guess. I guess I'm just stuck now. I guess, you know, I, I have the equivalent of a donkey pulling my car from now on. I, I have this totally destroyed, unfixable reality. And, you know, maybe in a sense it's almost worse because a, a lot of car accidents, they weren't your fault. You know, I mean, a guy rear-ended you, that's on him, not on you. But I think for us with our lives, as you said in your question, you know, I made these mistakes. There's a sense of not only is my life totaled. It's it because of me. You know, I, I did this stuff, so I, I have a, a junkie life that doesn't work anymore. Plus, I have to feel bad about it because I kind of brought it on myself. So it feels like just pain on top of pain. And again, we're sorry that's where we're at. We're sorry that's what we're dealing with. The question that we need to ask is, with all those feelings in mind, is that really how this works? Is that really the full story, or is there more going on here?
3: A great question as I will look at when we come back right here on The The Bridge Loud. Loud. We're back with you here on the Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
4: Normally, a a car is measured by horsepower, but if if you're dealing with donkey power, it's a (laughs) whole different – you're having struggles.
3: It's going to be hard to trade that in. Yeah. Also joining us for the show, Jed Brewer.
4: Five donkeys pulling this bad boy. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But we
3: didn't rig one up in the middle, so it kind of pulls to the right a little bit. So we got the three donkeys, there. it's a whole thing. We're answering a question that came to the bridge loud at gmail dot com. We're you're welcome to write in your own questions. This week's question says, "I made the biggest mistakes you can. How good can my life really be now?" And Glenn, we we looked at the emotions of this whole thing last night. That's where we came up with the, the if, For those who missed the first segment, it's where the analogy of the the busted car comes up, mm-hmm. you know, I how do these problems, mistakes? Do I just have to live with all this? Damage now, and obviously our lives are not a car. Some some of ours would have been uh, set on fire several times, were they? Uh, so where do we go from here? We acknowledge that this is a terrible feeling, but we want to move forward. We want to have the best life we can. Where do we go?
4: Well, I think it's looking at having a step by step mentality to that. Yeah. Uh, the idea of uh, looking at a big problem and saying, well. I need to know that I can and feel sure that I can take the whole journey in the fewest number of steps or whatever that is, that starts to be a really tall order when you're already feeling pretty down and you're already having some discouragement. It's better to say, if I take this one step, I know I'm going to be one step closer. I know I'm heading in the right general direction here. I know it's going to improve things. And I know I'm going to feel better after I take that first step. So we don't need to know a whole lot more beyond that. And we can have the confidence that all those little steps add up. If your car is busted, you can buy a new part. You don't have to learn to live with it being busted or something like that. There there are other alternatives to that. So I think that's more of the vision we need to cultivate.
3: I think it's a really, really good point. And Jed, as part of that vision... I think one of the things we need to uh, be clear on is how much those little changes can add up to, right?
1: There's no doubt about it. You know, when we think about making changes in our lives, we, we want to think in terms of, of big things. You know, I mean, uh, and nobody says, you know, well, you know what I want to do today? I want to run an eighth of a mile. They say I want to run a marathon you know, yeah because that's big and it's impressive yeah. well of course it, it's mathematically true that you run a marathon by running an eighth of a mile many times you, you add it up and then you got you got yourself a marathon and and you know bottom line if you woke up this morning your life your situation can be improved there, there's no getting around that and and just like Glenn said you can take steps today to improve your life they may be little and one step may not be much on its own, but if you add all of them up, just like that running a marathon, they may add up to something really impressive. They may add up to something you can really feel good about and really be proud of and and, and like the outcome of. But I think the question again that we need to ask is if I did that, if I said I can make changes, I'm gonna make changes, would they ever really be worth it though? Am I so far gone that, yeah, you can improve, you can add another donkey to pulling this car forward, but it's never quite going to be a car again. Is that the situation, or are we talking about changes that would actually be worth making?
3: Six donkey power. It's all starting to come together, and we'll be back right here on The Bridge Loud. You're here on the Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
4: If your donkey-powered vehicle is pulling a little to the right, that's where it's important to take it to a certified mechanic and get your donkeys realigned.
3: Oh! to kind of balance your donkeys that's, that's right. the whole situation also but don't pay for the donkey undercoating No, 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 no.
4: Yeah, it's really, really not necessary, necessary. <laughs> also
1: joining
3: us from just the show jed brewer
1: i'm only doing this radio show until i get my certified donkey engineer status
3: <laughs> oh Ooh. very very good we're answering a question that came in to bridge lot at gmail.com this week's question says i made the biggest mistakes you can how good can my life ever really be now so Glenn, that last segment we we talked about the way forward being a bunch of little improvements. You know, it feels like you're really far back, you gotta make a big swing, but it's gonna be a bunch of little changes, day-by-day improvements. Here's the thing is do we know anyone who's ever actually done that? Because <laughs> it doesn't right. you hear a lot of stories about I just decided that I was it was all gonna be different from now on. But in life, it is the little improvements, and what can we look to for that?
4: Well, you know, it's interesting that we, we were talking earlier today about you know a famous athlete that does something remarkable, but th- they were sort of on the path to do that all along. There's not a lot of change and transformation that's taken place there. Whereas when we look at people who make big transformations, it's not always uh, there's no Super Bowl for this person really overcame a lot of obstacles in their <laughs> life. So you know you, you don't have the same level of attention. And fame and, and, and what have you. Uh, but I think there are definitely people in your life that have done that. And if you seek those people out and cultivate those relationships and get insights from them, you're going to be a lot more inspired and encouraged and empowered and have a good strategy compared to saying, here's an athlete or here's somebody who had every advantage in life yeah. and then they just, you know, did something with it.
3: Oh, that's a great point. I think that strategy is a very important point because, Jed, I think when we feel like we're so far behind, we, we made some mistakes, we dug ourselves as a hole. I think part of the, the exhausting thing about that is if we feel like we have to make this all big, uh, up with big emotional uh, gains and yeah. you know, strives and stuff. It can feel like I only have so much of that in me, but that's where strategy comes in, right?
1: There's no doubt about it. You know, if you think of all the people you know, that might be 150, 200 people, you probably know a couple people who've made enormous changes in their lives. You might not be aware of it, but you probably, by the numbers, do. And people who've made changes to the point where you wouldn't recognize these people or their lives from 10 years ago, no one would argue that for those people it was worth it. And if if they can do it and it can be worth it for them, then... And you can do it, and it can be worth it for you. The thing, and Matt is already touching on it, the, the thing that we need here is a strategy. Those people didn't do that accidentally, and they didn't invent a new way to make changes. They had help. They had a strategy. They had wisdom from other people on how to do that, and that's what you need too. And strategy is a specific thing. So it, it always is going to pertain to the specific problems you're dealing with. Given that, you will definitely need expert advice and guidance, but you might need that from a trainer. You might need that from a therapist. You might need that from a teacher or from someone else entirely. It boils down to the specifics of your situation, but you will definitely need that specific expert advice and guidance in order to make those big changes as well.
3: That's absolutely right. And as always, if you have just no idea where you'd start on that with stuff in your area, your specific situation, email us to bridgeloud at gmail. Email.com. Keep listening, you will hear that address a couple more times in the show. The bridge at gmail.com, and we will be right back right here on the bridge Loud.
5: Um.
3: We are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. And the producer of the show, Jed Brewer. Welcome. We're answering a question that came into The Bridge Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I've made the biggest mistakes you can. How good can my life ever really be now? And when you've made some mistakes, when you're driving, your your donkey pull the car. The important thing is to uh, not forget your... That you still have nice things in life. Maybe even a little secret sauce. The secret sauce. Glenn, as we mentioned at the top of the show, um, a big part of our job, a big part of the career that you've had for decades is working with people who have made like the mistakes they write TV shows about, yeah. level mistakes. Yeah. And uh, first of all, some of those people are 10, 15 years in journey, and you'd never know it now. Yes. Yeah. But there, there's a, a process to get there. There's something that is replicable and works for it worse if you work it, as they say. So where do we start people on that idea?
4: Well, I think it has to start with uh, you have to be changed on the inside before you can change all these external things. But internal change is about drawing on the power greater than yourself, it's about finding. Uh, in our case, in the case of the work we do, are helping people find a relationship with God, to get in touch with a bigger reality. And, uh, you know, it, it's good and important to know that that God is interested in, uh, to, to reference a TV show, to do extreme makeovers, that that's part of what he's about. There's a story in the New Testament where uh, a close friend of Jesus' dies, and he's in another town, and he comes, and there's already been the burial. They put him inside of a tomb. They rolled a rock in front of the tomb. And they said, well, you know, if only you'd been here, oh, you could do something. And Jesus says roll the rock away, and everyone's horrified of course because his dead body's going to smell in there and then he tells the guy in there to come walking out, which is sort of a horrible thing to say at a funeral like tell the guy that the casket could get up out of the thing, but he does and and the guy raises, he raises him from the dead, that's Lazarus and here's the thing is, for Jesus, that situation wasn't too far gone, as far gone as it was.
3: I, that's a really, really good point and that issue of, you know, the steps one at a time, uh I think when we are at a point where we feel low, where we feel maybe lost, we feel under the, the weight we've been talking about of those mistakes, uh, part of that hopelessness can feel like not seeing the way out because we can't see all the way out. And so whether it be Lazarus come out, the another thing Jesus kind of constantly tells people when he comes across in the Bible is just follow me. He, rare rare is in, in the New Testament when someone says, what must I do, O Lord? And he says, okay, get your pen out because you're going to go here. <laughs> and then you're going to go here, and that's going to lead to this. And let me give you the t- the 10-year plan right now. It's often a lot of you got to start doing a different thing. You've got to come over this. You've got to not do less that and more of this. And that really is a journey of faith and a journey through life. The cool thing about that is it means that... You're not limited by your own imagination. You can't imagine a good life right now. That actually doesn't stop you from living one because God knows there's a good life for you. If you keep taking those steps, it'll become more and more apparent as you go. And we will see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud.
2: That a mess looks out for those in distress.